welcome our chairman of the Lighthouse nomination, Bishop Jake Godwill. Hallelujah. Amen. A better clap for Jesus. For Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. Are you happy to be here? Are you sad that today is the last day? What a shock. Shock. But uh, what a blessing for us to have conferences like this. Amen. Amen. You are being sharpened. I said you are being sharpened. You are becoming more anointed. And things are changing in your life and ministry. You see, sometimes when change is happening, you don't even notice. For example, yourself, when you are growing. It's after many years you stand in the mirror. And you say, hey, what is that? You see a line. Then you see some gray hair. You said, what? Is that me? It is you. But it happened gradually. You understand? Sometimes you are at home with your children and you don't see that they are growing. But when somebody who hasn't seen them for years comes and wow, are these your children? They have grown. But you, because you have been with them, you don't even notice. Something is happening to you at this conference. But you don't even notice. Musu abufemo. Kehips lemo. Ibalefiu fiu. I told you yesterday that every language or they who kakrebia ona bonincho is about to chawon say kasebia so take a canada to chawon everybody say musu abofemo musu agbefomo ke hips lemo ke hips lemo ibale fiu fiu ibale fiu fiu do you understand it what you say musu stomach uh-huh. So, pot belly and then the widening of the hip. It all comes small, 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 small. Something is happening to you at this conference. A change is happening to you. Anointing is coming into your life. Your ministry is changing at this conference. Your vision is changing at this conference. Hallelujah. Amen. You may not notice it now, but it is surely happening. Give the Lord a shout of praise. I want to salute once again our bishops who have put together this conference. God bless you. Amen. Amen. All the senior pastors and bishops and everybody here, thank you very much for honoring the invitation of coming to the conference. If you hadn't come, it would not have been a conference. It would have been a talk. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, once again we pray, we ask, Holy Spirit, help us. Holy Spirit, bring us your word. Holy Spirit, bring us your revelation. We pray for the spirit of wisdom. 
spirit of counsel, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of understanding. Oh God, take us and bring us to the realm of your presence again and again and again. May we hear your words clearly. Open our eyes to see what we must see. Open our spirits to receive what we must receive. Open our ears to hear clearly what we must hear. In the name of Jesus, transform us, O Lord. Change us, O Lord. As we behold your image, may we be transformed from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Shout it louder, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Wow. Yesterday, I began to share about soul winning. Can't you do just a little bit more? How many were not here? Wow. How many were here? All right. It is 60-40. 60 years, 40 not here. Just as I was telling you yesterday. Amen. Amen. But I trust that God will touch your life once again this morning. And yesterday I encouraged everybody to get these books. Can I have my three? Alright. Anna Kazu, the one Lady Reverend Joyce spoke about. Many are called. Many are called. Tell them. Amen. Amen. These are three books that will surely revolutionize your ministry. They will place a passion for soul winning in your life. They will change your focus. They will help to redirect your ministry in the right direction. In the name of Jesus. And then this one, how to preach salvation. How to preach salvation. Awesome. Amen. Amen. So, you see, 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner yes, will, will plant in you a great passion for soul winning. You will discover the need for more Workers, which this book will help you to raise and to train many more people about the call of God. Are you with me? Now, Anakazu, Mm, Anakazu will now tell you how to practically practicalize. Uh-huh. 
Say practically practicalized. And then this one will teach you what to preach. Amen. Amen. Will give you plenty soul winning messages. Wow. Wow. That you can preach at crusades, you can preach at breakfast meetings, mm. outreaches, anywhere. You can never be found wanting. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Amen. Now today I, 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 I want to give you um, a few more points that are still churning in my spirit. So in this book, many are called. Point number 55. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Say emra meye wechuma Wona ufreye Say emra meye wechuma Yabo 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 Sing it everybody Wona ufreye Say emra meye wechuma Wona ufreye Seye mrameye wejuma Now listen to this. Soul winning is the first commandment of Jesus Christ to all of us, his disciples. Say first commandment. Say first commandment. Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you millionaires. No. I will make you owners of jeeps and four-wheel drives and uh, no. uh, the other one, the popular one, what's it called? Land cruises. No, the other one that looks like a military car. Hammer, hammer, hammer jeep. Hammer. So I'm afraid say Omrana, you need to know me my hammer. Or Homer. Now say Homer. Follow me and I'll make you Drivers of homes and benzes and builders of houses. Isn't it? 
What did he say? Then okay. Follow me and I'll make you what? Fishers of men. Fishers of what? Men. Put your hands together for Jesus. First commandment. Your first commandment as a Christian is to become a fisher of men. A fisher of men. A fisher of men. If you have been a Christian for some time and you have not fished for men, brother, I don't know what you have been fishing. But the first commandment Jesus gave to his disciples, are you a disciple of Jesus? He said, follow me and I will make you a fisher of men. So if you have been a Christian for some years and you have not yet become a fisher of men, of men perhaps you are not following Jesus. Maybe you are following your pastor but you are not following Jesus. Maybe you are following a prophet but you are not following Jesus. Maybe you are following your own vision but you are not following Jesus. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you, I will change you, I will transform you into a fisher of men. Yes, May you become a fisher amen. of men. Amen. Your amen is suffering from Koshioko. Number 56. Yes, so winning was the last command of Jesus to all of us, his disciples. It was the first command. And it was the last command. Wow. Wow. So in Mark 16, 15, he said, Go ye. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. Amen. These were the last words of Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. And I think you know that the last words of everybody are serious words. And these were the last words of Jesus. So it was the first commandment and the last thing he said before he disappeared, before he left the earth, the last commandment he gave us. Look at what another man said. Oswell J. Smith, point number 57. He said, no one has the right to hear the gospel twice while there remains someone who has not even heard it once. Yes, when some people have not heard it even for once, nobody has the right to hear it even twice. But now, the serious aspect is that many of us have heard it 999 mm. times. Mm. 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 Mm.
We have had in 1,554 times. And there are still large portions who have not had it once. What a shock. And then we, the pastors, are concentrating more on those who have had it 1,576 mm. times and are still planning more conventions, more revelations, mm. more more falling down of anointings and more sprayings of oils. Yes, which is good but what about the others who have not heard it even once am I preaching I'm preaching Oswald J. Smith nobody has the right to hear the gospel twice yesterday I was sharing with you from Matthew 9 and when Jesus saw the multitudes when he saw you see he went about all great revival verse 36 then when he saw the multitudes he was moved he was he saw a harvest. He saw a great harvest. He saw the need for shepherds. He saw the need for laborers. So what do you see when you see what you see? What do you see when you see what you see? So pastors. Men of God, as somebody says, men of God. Mm. And women of God. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, bishops. Mm. The onus is on us. The responsibility is on us. When God gives us large numbers of people to oversee, to preach to, what are we turning them into? Are we turning them into seekers of Seekers of what? Money. <laughs> Look, give me Matthew 6. 30, 31, 32, 33. Right? I go back to 29. And yet I see unto you that not even Solomon in all his glory was arrayed like any of these. Alright? So, so, about so. the lilies. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, ye of little, O ye of little faith? 31. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? 
For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things. But you. Say but you. Seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. The crystal clear difference between a Gentile and a believer is what you seek. What you seek. Jesus said, for all these things do the Gentiles seek. After. What you desire, what you are looking for, what you are praying for. Even your prayer topics now tell can tell are you a Gentile or are you a believer, a follower of Christ? Mm. So whisper, whisper, eh? I didn't say whisper, I said whisper and ask your neighbor, Jack. What are you seeking? By the way, what have you been you seeking? See, bo, bo, <laughs> if it's a lady, say Jacqueline. Jacqueline. What have you been seeking? Am I preaching? I'm preaching. So your seeking tells you defines you. Whether you are a Gentile or whether you are a man of faith, a woman of faith. Am I talking? So, as pastors who are in charge of people, if we don't take care, we are pastoring or we are developing congregations of Gentiles. Because of what we are raising them to seek. Am I I talking to anybody? After all these things, do the Gentiles seek? So, number 58. He said again, any church that is not seriously involved in Fulfilling the Great Commission has forfeited its biblical right to exist. Mm. They have forfeited their right, their biblical right to exist. Hey. Hmm. Any church that is not seriously involved, seriously, involved in the Great Commission, in the Great Commission, in the Great Commission, has forfeited its biblical right to exist. Jack, hey, 
Is your church seriously involved in fulfilling the Great Commission? Hmm. Hmm. Also, J. Smith. J. Smith, I'm reading from this book. Written by Bishop Dagwood Mills. 120 reasons why you must become a soul winner. While your church should become a soul winning church. While our Christians, we must train and raise our Christians to become soul winning church members. And not only receiving, receiving, bless me, bless me. Oh, okay. I mm. think I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know you don't have that situation here. I know. I, I should be preaching this message in Cape Coast. Yeah. I, I think you, you are already soul winners and everything. So I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm going back to Cape Coast to preach to them. I'm going back. Merci. To, uh, Merci. What are you saying? Uh, you need it here. Are you sure? Yeah. I should continue to preach it. Yeah. Do you still want to hear what yeah. Oswald J. Smith has to say? Yeah. conference So when you come for conference, expect insults. I was having a conference, out of leadership conference in, in Kranza, and no. one of the pastors so, so, yeah, in was leading the prayer before the second day, I think. No, so for bomb and he said, said, conference day, I attend the day. I said, conference, conference, <laughs> In fact, when he said that, I was shocked. So I kind of be a whole said, Once you have come here for a conference, you will be insulted. But he explained, he said, you will be told things that you will feel as if you are being insulted, but God is injecting you. Yes, yes, he's, he's injecting you, he's shaking, he's pushing you. And you have already brought yourself. <laughs> you have brought yourself. <laughs> When you bring yourself to the hospital and you go and lie down, doctors can inject you, they can cut you, they can take pictures of you anywhere and pass things to any part of your body. You have brought yourself. Tell somebody, we have brought ourselves home. We must receive it well. Oswald J. Smith. He said again, we talk of the second coming, and that's the second coming of Jesus Christ. When half of the world has never heard of the first coming. We talk of the second coming of Jesus Christ, but half of the world has not yet heard about his first coming. Because his first coming 
was the bringing of mercy, the bringing of salvation, the washing away of our sins through his blood. The second coming talks about the judgment. And the second coming also talks about we living here entering into the joy of the Lord and everything. Why the half of the world has not even heard about the first coming? Why are you busy talking about the second coming? Oswald J. Smith. Wow. Wow. You want to hear more? Kate Green said, This generation of Christians is responsible for this generation of souls on this Say it in another way. This generation of Christians, we who are alive now, we are responsible for those, this generation of unbelievers. We have to preach to them. In other words, Paul is not going to come back. Billy Graham is not going to come back from the grave to preach to hold another crusade nowhere. Reinhard Monkey had his last crusade in Lagos a few months ago. Last crusade. He's on retirement. Waiting for the flight. Hey. Hey. So who is left? See, why not? Bishop Dagi, what else is having crusades everywhere? <laughs> Praise God. God. He should uh, continue to have What about you? What about me? Me hey, but nobody knows me. So to us, there will be any more. This generation of Christians. Is responsible for this generation of souls. Stop pushing responsibilities to others. Stop saying, Stop saying that this one would do, the other one would do, this one would do. I thought he would do, and she would do, and she should have done it, he should have done it, he should have gone, and she should have gone. And at the end of the day, Jesus said the harvest is plentiful. Plenty, plenty, plenty. You got to do your part. I pray to God that many soul winners will rise out of this conference in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Soul winners. Soul winners. Amen. Amen. A pastor without a soul winner's heart so, so far, only will not fulfill the great commission. So, much. A prophet without a soul winner's heart may even destroy the great commission. 
an apostle without a soul winner's heart. I don't know what he's doing. An evangelist without a soul winner's heart must be withdrawn from service. CT start. CT start. He said, "If Jesus Christ be God and died for all men, then no sacrifice can be too great for me to make for Him. If hmm. Jesus Christ, if Jesus Christ be God or was God or is God, and He died for me, He died for God came to die for me. Then there is no sacrifice that is too much for me to make for Him." Wow. Wow. Keith Wright said, Lost people matter to God, and so they must matter to us. Lost people matter to God. And they must matter to us. I'm trying to remember something. If I remember, I'll tell you. Pray that I remember it. Pray that I remember Hello? Hello. Are we still on air? Yeah. Now, he said what? Lost people matter to God. And they must matter to us. There is a company in Lagos. It is situated between Lagos and Ibadan on the expressway. On the right hand side. Next time you are there, check out for that. Do you know what they have written boldly on the building? Please, excuse me to say, I'm only telling you what they have written there. Should I say what they have written there? Should I, should I tell you what they have written there? They have written. S-H-I-T business is good business. <laughs> S-H-I-T I should pronounce it. How, how do you pronounce S-H-I-T? S-H-I-T. Shit. So they have written, they said, what, what did they say? Shit business. Uh-huh. It's what? Is good business. <laughs> Do you know why? They rent out mobile toilets. Mobile, like if you're having a conference, you can go in this mobile toilet and everything. That, that's their business. And they're making good money from S H I T. Shit business. Shit business. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know how he gets bread to eat? The owner of that business. Do you know how he gets bread to eat? From S H I T. 
Do you know how he get meat, meat to chew? It's from where? S H I T business. Do you know how he get money to pay school fees for his children? It's from where? S H I T business. Wow. Wow. What you go and leave behind and walk away from. He there, he embraces it. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. And out of that, he has built houses. He has employed many people. He can travel abroad, abroad first class. Hey. Hey. All from what? S-H-I-T business. <laughs> he said, Keith Rice said, lost people matter to God and they must matter to us. Keith Rice said, that's why I gave this example. Because people who are lost, it's like they are, they, they, there's no value. No, no, no. They are valuable to God. Very valuable to God. And they must matter to us. Put your hands together for the Lord. David Livingston, missionary to Africa, said, Sympathy is no substitute for action. David Livingston, Sympathy is no, is no substitute for action. We can read and read and share and share. And everyone, you have a good feeling. Oh, yeah. So it's important. Yeah, we got to do it. Yes, we must. Oh, great commission. Oh, yes, Lord. But without ever taking action, he says sympathy is no substitute for action. There's a story told of some people who wanted to go fishing. Oh, then they, they bought a boat, they bought a canoe, a big one. They bought a canoe. Said, we are going to go fishing. They formed a committee to, um, to talk about fishing. And they said, fishing is good. And then they brought an experienced fisherman to come and give them lessons about fishing. They lent them. Then they brought another person to come and give them advantages of fishing. And they lent them. And they kept discussing how important fishing, how good the fishing business would be. After a year of all this discussion, they decided that the canoe they bought earlier 
was not good enough. So they needed to buy another, a bigger one. So they raised money. It took them a long time to raise money to buy a new one. And they organized more lectures about fishing. After three more years, they said there's a new technology that had come about fishing. So they needed to get more training on fishing and buy more equipment about fishing. And they did it. They bought a new equipment. Got more lectures about fishing. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know what they never did? They never stepped out into the sea to ever do no fishing. They talked about fishing. They invested toward fishing. They learned about fishing. They bought equipment for fishing. But they never stepped out. They never went out. They never went out to try out their fishing skills. May that never be our story. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Can we all stand to our feet? Just stand, Just stand to your feet. Wow. Stand to your feet. Speak in tongues a bit. Speak in tongues a bit. Pray in the spirit a bit. Pray. Pray that sympathy will never be a substitute for action in your life. Pray. Pray that the Lord will make you a real fisher of men, a real fisher of men. Pray for the grace, pray for the grace to become a real fisher of men in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, Lift your hands, lift your hands, pray. Oh God, turn our churches into soul winning churches. Turn our churches.
churches into soul winning churches. Turn our congregations into soul winning congregations. Holy Spirit. Savior, we pray 
and everybody shout, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. It's me at We have been finished. Francis Xavier, missionary to India, point number 67, said, tell the students to give up their small ambitions and come eastward to preach the gospel of Christ. Eh, ubi e friend se Francis Xavier. Ah, ono so e kan simbi. Ose katche e siya fono. Se omo eni swadi hunun kitin kitin. Omo jantun chen. Omo mra atoye afem. Omo mra meka Christu asempano. Tell the students to give up their small ambitions. Katche e siya fono. Se omo eni swadi hunun kitin kitin. Omo jantun chen. Many of us have marvelous ambitions. Simbi bebe e weni swadi hunen wama so se. Fantastic looking ambitions. But Jack, compared to the knowledge of Christ so and preaching the gospel, Paul said, All these my ambitions and all the things that I have, they are dank. Paul, they are like dank. So this point says that you must be a soul winner because if the Holy Spirit is in us, he must have big visions and dreams of winning souls for the Lord. The Holy Spirit will give us big dreams and big visions for soul winning, church planting, missionary work. For the Lord. And I tell you, it's more exciting than your little dreams. Say amen. Amen. Do you know what I wanted to become? Once upon a time in my life, I wanted to become an Air Force pilot. Then later on, when I was in the university, I said, Wow, I was going to become a professor in artificial intelligence and robotics. A professor of artificial intelligence and robotics. Are you not impressed? A genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But God took hold of me. God took hold of my small dream. And my small vision. And, and he gave me a bigger vision. And a better vision. Yes. But you see, in this world you may not see you. 
if a professor of artificial intelligence and robotics works in now many of you will be very happy to be greeting him and you know prof, oh, prof, oh, professor 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 one time I was sitting in Nigeria when I was a missionary in Nigeria maybe no Nigeria I was sitting in my study praying with you know, you do know my background music in Nigeria. So Gunshots. Gunshots. That's the background music. In the night. You just hear gunshots. Sometimes treble. Pow, pow. It's a treble, no pow, pow. Then suddenly you hear bass. Background, say, everybody say background music. One time I was sitting in my study with this background music all around because sometimes you don't know this Androzi police, all of them fire at will. So you don't know. Once it's not close to you, just be praising God and keep on doing So I was there. Then I decided to Google my old school, my matter. Is that not what you call it? Yeah. When I googled it, I saw one of my mates, Dr. Susu and So, becomes uh, the first Ghanaian engineer in um, NASA. Do you know NASA? Mm. Where they sent um, satellites space. and spacecraft and spaceships to air. So I read it. I said, this guy, he was my mate. He yeah, mate. You know, he yeah, mate. You know, we're in the same, not in the same class. I think he was in the A, I was in C or something, you know. But he was, he was my guy. So he was on the front page of our school website. Are you listening? Then a voice said to me, a voice said to me, look at you. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? You are sitting here with gunshot around you. You said you are a missionary to where? Nigeria. Do you think your name will ever appear on your school website? That an old student of this has become a missionary in Nigeria. Yeah, is this news? Is this news? Is this news? Look at you sitting here. 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 at these voices were speaking then suddenly I came to myself and I said, wow. Then I heard within me another voice telling me, said, there are two books. There are two history books of achievers. There is one on earth and there is one in heaven. 
and the heavenly one records people who can give up their lives who can take up the gospel who can live their lives and carry the gospel to nations which of these two books would you like your name which of these websites would you like your name to appear on suddenly I began to just jump and trot in my study hallelujah amen Mm. If I could have, if I could have spoken to, I would have said, increase the, increase the background music, increase the background music, increase the background music. I am here. I will continue to be here by the grace of God. We shall persist in what we are doing. We shall keep winning souls. We shall keep planting churches. We will keep preaching the gospel. Until Jesus be known everywhere, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Wow, wow! Hallelujah! Amen. He said, "Tell the students to give up their small ambitions." God has greater ambitions and more challenging, exciting. Expeditious, adventurous missions. Far more, more gratifying and satisfying. Jesus said, My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me. And to finish His work. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. John K. Falconer. He said, I have but one candle of light to burn. And I'd rather burn it out in a land filled with darkness than in a land flooded with light. Let's say a brand say back on your friend of John Keith Falconer. On us ask more kind say, say more can you do a messia? Me pese messi sa can you do a sumo a chance that messi can you do a baby and can you be baby? Sometimes the reason why some of us cannot see our light to me be a dintia nipa in who you can is because you are already standing in a bright light. So your light is not useful. It doesn't add to the brightness of the light. But when you are suddenly planted in darkness, suddenly you realize that you are shining. Are you shine in darkness? Amen. Yeah. That is why going, being sent, and sending must keep happening. Yes. Wow. Going into dark places to bring light. Preaching to dark people in darkness. Bringing light to their darkness. Wow. Wow. You suddenly discover that you are shining. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Wow. Amen. Amen. Look, when you want to see how anointed you are, 
Preach the gospel. Find some unbelievers and preach the gospel to them. No, no, I know, I know some of you still, you, you, it will take you, some of you will understand it next year. I didn't say when you want to feel how anointed you are. I mean, gather the church members and carry oil <laughs> and a towel and start touching them. I mean, as many as fall down uh, under the power and shake their legs. Hey. Then it tells you how anointed. I said, if you want to see how anointed, you want to test. Gather some unbelievers and preach the gospel of salvation to them. When you see the power of God changing lives and transforming lives, and those wicked unbelievers in the process of that change and become filled with the Holy Ghost and they are serving the Lord in the church. That is where you will get to know that there is power at work. Mm. Amen. Amen. Are you being affected? Yeah. William Carey, the father of modern mission, said, Expect great things from God, attempt great things for God. Mm. Tell somebody, expect great things from God. Expect great things from God. Attempt great things for God. Attempt great things for God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to challenge everybody here. Expect great things from God. Attempt great things. Great things. Attempt great things for God. Attempt Attempt great things for God. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. God will help you to accomplish. God will help us to accomplish great things for God. We will plant more churches. We will preach more gospel. Your amen is not strong enough. We will hold more crusades. We will win more souls. We will go into more nations. More towns. More villages. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom with power. With signs and wonders and miracles following. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Risking our lives for the gospel. Amen. Amen. Wow. We did some crazy things in Nigeria. Crazy things for God. Sometimes when I look back, I say, hey. Did you do all that? Amen. Amen. Are you here? You've gone home. How many would like to preach the gospel? Clap for yourself. Now, turn with me to Obadiah chapter 1. Obadiah. <laughs> Say Obadiah. Say be utresem nuko Obadiah. Obadiah. 
It's only one chapter anyway. Verse 17. Hmm. Somebody here, you didn't know that Obadiah was in the Bible. But upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. And there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. The house of Jacob shall be a fire. And the house of Joseph, a flame. And the house of Esau, a stubble. And they shall kindle them and devour them. And there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken it. Now jump to verse number 21. Let's all read verse 21 together. Ready and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. And, and the, the kingdom, kingdom shall be the Lord's. And, and, and who shall come out? Saviors. Who shall come? Saviors. Where will they come up on? Mount Zion. Mount Zion. Wow. Isaiah, sorry, Obadiah was prophesying that saviors shall come. Does it mean that there's going to be another Jesus? Yeah, because it's a son of God who is coming to die on the cross. No, 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 no. And this is our and which Mount Zion is he talking about? Look at Hebrews chapter 12, quickly. Hebrews 12. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 12 and verse 22. He says, But ye are come, talking to believers. From verse 18, he was talking about the time of Moses and the mountain that, you know, was where the rocks were shaking and earthquake and lightning was coming. He said, We have not come to that mountain, but we have come. Verse 22, but ye are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Mount Zion. This is Mount Zion. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the spiritual Mount Zion, heavenly Jerusalem. Every Christian, you, you are here. Say, Say I am Christian there. Be our Say, I am there. In the spiritual Mount Zion, no, you are there. Say, I am there already. Yes. Once you get born again, many spiritual things happen. The Bible says we are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light or the kingdom of his dear son. Instantile.
but physically you may not see but spiritually your new address is Mount Zion if, do, you, do you want to know my address? do you want to know my address? You, go to verse 22 heavenly Jerusalem street number one Mount Zion wow Wow, that's my that's my wow. Heavenly number one, heavenly Jerusalem Street, Mount Zion. Wow, you are number two. Wow, ask your neighbor which one is your own address. Beautiful. I am a member of the General Assembly of the Firstborn, General Assembly of the Firstborn in the heavenly Jerusalem. You too, you are a member. I'm not talking about member of parliament or member of assembly. Your local district assembly. You need committee member that you are boasting with. They call you honorable. You need committee member. honorable. Look at where you are. To the innumerable company of angels. There are angels here. In this room, there are angels. Christians, let's believe more in angels than in ghosts. Some of us are too much aware of ghosts and demons and snakes and a bridge Time will not allow me as well. I'll be telling you angelic stories. Angels. One time our bishop was ministering in South Africa. So Lord, there were some few white people there. God opened their eyes. They saw hundreds of angels in the room. And they said, they told one of our bishops, said, make sure um, the bishop gets to know. And he said, it is not common to have so many angels Arriving in one meeting. Particularly during my mission days in Nigeria, there were so many angels present in my house. Yeah. My wife used to see them. I wasn't seeing them. But I knew they were there. But she was seeing them. More than twice or thrice in the kitchen. kitchen. She's so white standing there. And she ran to come and tell me. A number of times there were other guys staying with me. Sometimes one said he saw a big angel standing in front of my children's room. Standing And I mean many, many things happened. One time we were praying, there was one of our 
missionaries. He was sleeping, praying early morning. We prayed. It hasn't happened to you before, isn't it? <laughs> but 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 hear this. See, wait, see, wait, see. He was but but <laughs> hey, 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 not to come. <laughs> So what is it? What is it? What is it? An angel. 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 An Goosebumps. It's like, hey, say, hey, this prayer that we are praying that is you new. Know, sometimes you are praying it's like dry. Not knowing angels are walking. Checking who is sleeping. <laughs> and the prayer, the prayer we are praying is so important that the angel said, Look, you cannot afford to be sleeping. Wake up and pray. Wake up and pray. Yes. He jumped. From that day, all the people realized that Charlie. Not knowing the prayers we were praying, they were no more jokes. Yeah. Mm. I have different places I pray in my so, house. There's a particular place. My wife again. She said she has seen some two angels there. Hey. One time there was a brother whose daughter had been sick for some time. So one day when he I said, Look, bring your child. And I went to place the child just at that place. I said, Lord, let your angels take care. She began to recover miraculously Mm. until yeah similar to she was not eating she had not been eating for that she had been vomiting and of hospital in and out in and out so just went to place I said place her there place her there you see the work we are doing is not a physical work so one time I was asking the Lord about this, all these angels who were around. You know, especially I think just before I left Nigeria. Then I was reminded that look, we have been in a very dangerous country. Yes. I'm droppers. One night I'm droppers were all around. Our, yeah, we could hear they were shooting and breaking walls. We could hear boom, boom. I said, hey, now they are breaking houses and everything. <laughs> hey, the fire, one shot just fell on our roof. The pellet just fell on our roof like a pen. I 
I said, should I wake them up or should I let them sleep? I to wake them up and collect them. Went to see someone got bullet there. He can fly through the window. Pray I called the police. Mm. The policeman said, Pastor, don't worry. You are a man of God. They cannot come to your house. Jesus. I said this policeman he has more faith than me he said you are a man of God they cannot enter your house I said I believe but you hurry up we were sitting down there praying then we heard that the gunshots had died down. But then we were not sure because when it has gone down to you, are not sure whether where are they now? Have they gone or they are now climbing? <laughs> but the morning came. Hallelujah. Yeah. There are angels helping us as we are preaching the gospel. There are angels fighting for us as we are doing the work of God. There are angels present with us and helping us. Yes. Mm. Not only because anywhere you are, power of God is required. Power of God. Mm. One time I went to one of the African countries. I was going to have a camp. The plane we took was more than Trotro. The flyer had to come down here. People are getting down. Flyer, come down here. People are getting down. Hey. Got there in the evening. I was tired and bored. Just pulling my little suitcase offer the bag now when to just freshen up and immediately because it was time to start the camp the last day of the camp i just decided to take some testimonies one brother he said he said the day i arrived you see he was waiting at the where i was going to stay he was there then the pastor drove me so when we came out of the he said just before we arrived he just looked up the room where I was going to be on top suddenly he saw a mighty angel who has come to stand on top of the building as soon as he saw that then the car arrived then I came so when I came out he said hey is it the angel that came with this man of God? So this guy said, when we came, he suddenly got up. So I'm he sorry. Came. He's a Nigerian. Nigerians don't shake hands, you know, just like giving high five with their pastors. No, no, no. He greeted me in a very respectable way. So, why? Oh, get up, get up. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that he has seen something. 
He has seen something. I was tired. I was tired. And bored. Hurry up to just wash down and you know change quickly and then. Oh. Not doing angelic beings were moving. Become aware of your angels. Amen. Become aware of your angels. Amen. Just saying these things to encourage you. Stop always seeing demons and devils and witches and wizards and snakes. Your house is not a zoo. (laughs) Try about any snake. And welcome angels. I said, welcome angel. I said, welcome angel. Your bedroom is not a zoo. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We dismiss any animal. Every animal, we cut them out. In Jesus' name. Amen. May angels be present in your house. Amen. Wow. One time I was at home alone with one of my daughters. She wasn't well. I knew she was in her room. But I was coming and I saw her. I mean, I saw through a window. I saw her at the balcony. You know, so I just followed, you know, and I, I, I was going to speak to her. So I walked to the balcony to the end then she was not there because I just when I was climbing up I just saw her just like this door then I just saw that she had crossed. Mm-hmm. so I just followed so I just called her then I got to the uh, there was nobody so I came back when I went she was lying on her bed in the room I said, ah. but I was so sure that I saw I saw her, I saw somebody, I saw, I felt, that's the back side, I just saw. So when I came, I said, I bind any devil, demon, witch, wizard, oppression. In the name but later when I thought about it, why was I thinking of demons? <laughs> It must have been an angel walking around. It must have been an angel walking around. I'm thinking of Yes. I know some of you are confused. You, 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 you enjoy the presence of demons more than. Begin to see angels. Amen. Please, that's not what we are talking about. Back to say, I am on Mount Zion. Now, hear this. What is happening at Mount Zion? On Mount Zion. Back to Obadiah chapter 1, verse 17. Uh, 21. God is raising saviors. Saviors of men. Say wow. Wow. And these saviors, it says, shall judge Esau. Now, what is Esau? And who is Esau? Esau 
In Hebrews chapter 12 again. Are you here gone home? Are you being blessed? Hebrews 12 and 14. He says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up among you um, trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Now, verse 16, lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterward... He would have inherited the blessing. He was rejected. For he found no place of repentance. Though he sought it carefully with tears. God is raising saviors. Amen. In Mount Zion. I will see on My Mount Zion is where we are. As a Christian, as a believer, you have come to Mount Zion. And God is raising saviors of men. You are one of the saviors God is raising. These saviors, the Bible says, will judge the Esau. What is Esau? And this Esau we, we are. Sorry. If this is what we are reading about. Esau is the type of person despising, the Bible says he despises birthright. For a morsel of bread. Mm. For a morsel of bread. Jacob was cooking and made nice food. He said, look, give me to eat. And Jacob said, no problem. Then he printed something from his laptop. And he brought a pen and said, can you sign? Then he said, what is that? He said, it's a contract. So which contract? I give you food. You give me your birthright. So you eat the food, I become the firstborn, you become the secondborn. Can you sign? Esau said, is that all you want? Is that all? Bring it, let me sign it. Then he signed. And then two doors. You want to be firstborn? If you want to be halfborn, firstborn, quarterborn, be what is the use of being firstborn when I'm bring the food bring the food so firstborn is useless to me firstborn that which God has given to you opportunity that God has given to you callings of God the Esau type of people are the bebelos. The Greek word the bebelos is like a despiser of holy things. These are word things that our prophet, our bishop has been ministering about recently and is just bubbling in my spirit. There prophecies for the church. And, and I'm just spewing out that prophecy to you. 
God is raising many saviors. Amen. Listen. There's a reason why we were not born in the days of John Wesley. We were born now. It is part of our birthright. The rights surrounding our bed. We have been born in the time and the season where there exists the lifetime of Bishop Dagiwood Mills, apostle, prophet, mm. not books, all mm. these books. Mm. You, you cannot live your life despising all these things. When Macario 60, mm. it has never existed. Mm. Never. There's never been anything like this since I was born. I became born again by the grace of God 1978. I joined scripture union. I've been at many scripture union rallies and conferences. They have sold books. My father used to drive to when MV Logos came to Temahambo, Takrade Harbor with books, Christian books. You go and buy all kinds of books. I had never seen something called Macarius, a library like this. It wasn't there 10 years ago. It wasn't there 5 years ago. It has come at such a time as this. Am I talking to anybody? It is part of our birthright. If you were born in the days of your grandmother, you wouldn't talk about Macarius. But if you are alive now, we are talking about Macarius. We are lifting these books and talking about them. My brother, you cannot be free from rising up to these occasions. Am I talking to anybody? Am I talking to anybody? Yes. If you had been born some years ago, you would have never been part of leaders and loyalty conference. If you were born in the days of your grandmother, or even in the days of your mother. Well, is mother different from mother? <laughs> but you are born in such a time as this. Giving opportunities. Talking about sowing. Talking about the call of God. Talking about church growth. Talking about amplifying your ministry with science and wonders. Talking about loyalty and disloyalty. Talking about leadership. Oh man, you cannot claim that you never heard it. You can't. This is your birthright. Yeah. This is mm. your birthright. You cannot be below it. Am I talking to anybody? Yes. You are not in Hohoi. You are in Kumasi. You are in Kumasi. It's part of your birthright. And the conference was sacred. We are having this conference in Right here. What is the name of that village that young man came from? Balagbuni. 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 
You are not in Palagbili. Only Palagbili. You are in Bantama. Oh, Bantama. It's part of our birthright. You cannot despise it. May you rise to become a savior of men. Amen. So, when God is giving you an opportunity to become a savior of men, what is a savior? A savior of men is a soul winner. A savior of men is a preacher of salvation. A savior of men is somebody who takes the blood of Jesus. Carry the blood of Jesus from place to place. And shares it for the washing of the sins of many for righteousness. Wow. God is enlisting saviors. Bishop Dad shared a vision of William Booth. William Booth had a vision. He was alive. He had a vision. In the vision, he suddenly died. He appeared in heaven. When he appeared, a whole lot of things were happening, but he realized nobody was minding him. Suddenly, a being flew and started talking with him. They were now asking him about certain people, somebody who was living, his neighbor. Is the person saved? He was doing business. Is the person saved? Is he born again? He said, I've not thought about that. Hmm. Now, in the process of time, it was revealed to him how on earth he had lived for himself. He was a good Christian in the church. He was teaching in the Sunday school. He was in the finance head of the finance committee of the church or whatever. But he was not concerned about soul winning and soul saving. No. Living a good Christian life. And his judgment came up. How he had lived just for himself. In heaven he was begging if he could receive a commission to now return to the earth and preach the gospel. And he said if he could be given a commission, if he could be given a commission, like, go ye into all the world, like go, go ye into all the world, the commission that we are reading about. So Thank could it be that there are many of us who are waiting for a specialized commission? An angel to appear and say, My son, my son. Mm. Go ye into all nations. Preach my word. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son. Of the Holy Ghost. Go. 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 Then you say, Yes. And we say, Yes. He has already given us a commission. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, 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 
Hear the last thing the Lord Jesus told him in the vision. He said to him, go back to earth. You shall have another opportunity. And if you prove yourself worthy of my name and show to the world that you possess my spirit by doing my work and making yourself a savior of man you shall return hither and I will give you a place in my conquering train and share in my everlasting glory. Put your hands together for the Lord. William Booth was told, if you if you prove yourself worthy of my name and show to the world that you possess my spirit, by what? By doing my work and by making yourself a savior of Amen. May you make yourself a savior of men. Amen. May you make yourself a savior of men. Amen. May you make yourself a savior of men. Salvation of many people can depend on only one person. Yes. And more frighteningly, the salvation of many people are actually depending on you. Yes. Mm. Do you remember Esther? Okay, Esther. Esther chapter 4 verse 14. The salvation of the whole nation depended on Esther. Esther had now become a queen. Esther had now become a great person. Esther was now earning a lot of money. Esther was now a rich person. She used to be a poor girl in the church. She used to be a nobody in the church. Now she had become mega. She was now married. She had money. She had influence. She had power. She had a voice. She could make things happen. But Esther, what are you going to do about the kingdom of God? With all the opportunities God has given you. With the birthright God has given to you. So his uncle Mordecai went to Esther and said, Esther! 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 If you, he told Esther, go and speak to the king. Esther said, I can easily die. If the king doesn't call you and you go, you can die. Mordecai said, nonsense. Die my foot. Esther, rise up and do something and stop talking about You can easily die. If I if I try to pay my tithe, I can easily die because the way the finances are going, you will die. Eh? <laughs> if I give that amount of money to support the gospel, I don't know how to do so. <laughs> Somebody says, 
If I leave my profession and say I'm going to do this ministry work you are talking about. I don't know what's going to happen to my future. This is what Esther was telling Esther Mordecai. And Mordecai said, Think not to yourself. Give, give me the previous verse. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther. Think not with yourself that you will altogether escape the king's house more than all the Jews. I'm closing, listen to this. Then he said, if you altogether hold your peace at this time, then shall enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. Mm. God can choose somebody else. God can choose somebody else and bring deliverance to us. But you and your father's house there, distraction. Then he added, but who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom Mm. of such Mm. a time Mm. In other words, Esther, maybe you think that God has just blessed you, promoted you to enjoy queenship. But maybe what you don't know is that all this queenly opportunity is for this reason. This is the reason for you to speak at this time to deliver the whole of the nation, all the Jews from being destroyed. Esther, if you keep quiet at this time, if you keep quiet at this time, if you don't preach at this time, if you don't do the work of God at this time, if you don't risk your life at this very moment, if you don't do what you must do at this don't think he will escape. Don't think he will escape. Thank God for Esther. She said, I will. She said, I will pray. Tell the others to pray. And I'm going to do it. If I perish, I perish. If I die, I die. If I perish, I perish. But I will do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hands together bon for sem, the Lord. Bon sem, bon sem. Yeah. Do you know working for God is a risk? If we perish, we perish. Yes. Yeah. But nevertheless, we must preach. We must do the work. We must become saviors of men. I pray to God that you will be enlisted. Your name will be written among among the list of the saviors of men. That you become a savior of men. In towns, in villages, in nations, in continents. Soul winning, salvation preaching, salvation bringing. Savior, savior, savior of men and women. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet and lift up your voice and pray. Lord, make me, make me. Make me one of the saviors. Make me one of the saviors that you are raising on Mount Zion. 
Let your voice go up. Let your voice go up. Let your voice go up. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Mashandi Ribikaya Mamanda. A savior of men. 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 May we not disappoint you, oh God, many souls around us, in our neighborhoods, are waiting, they are waiting for us to reach out to them, one on one, Lord, in groups, in the name of Jesus, give us what it takes, help us, may we overcome every inhibition, every shyness, all excuses, all reasons. Oh Lord, may we be saviors, 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 saviors of men, saviors of women. In the name of Jesus, may we bring salvation, may we bring the light of the gospel to many people. In the name of Jesus, Mikabondo, Shabrinama, Mikole, 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 Paridoglas, Pilotikese, Makadedosta, Maripadoshe, Mikadonderebe, Mikastamane, Legaradosta, Oka Padalaba, Mikayanolobo, Oka, may we move into action, Lord, not just sympathy, but into action, into action, my God, my God, Mikayamandolobo Sadaba, Mikandolobo Change us, Lord. Transform us to God. So winners. So winners. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise. We give you praise. Place your hand on your heart. Father, I pray for everyone on the sound of my voice. And all who are watching us, Lord, via internet, I pray in the name of Jesus that many, 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 many will be converted into saviors of men, saviors of nations, saviors of continents, saviors of towns, saviors of villages. Saviors of people groups, saviors of men and of women, oh Lord, that will find ourselves befitting, befitting for your glorious places in heaven. Thank you, Lord. May none of us bebelows the opportunities that you give us 
may none of us despise our birthright and despise holy things and callings of God upon our lives. May we be obedient to the heavenly calling in Jesus' precious name. And Lord, we pray, forgive us. Forgive us for wasted years, wasted opportunities, wasted seasons of our lives. But now we pray for grace, for a second chance. As you gave William Booth a second chance to return. Lord, may we return to our places and become saviors of men and saviors of women. May we work for you. May we serve you with all our hearts. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Shout it louder, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord another mighty shout of praise. of men by you. Congratulate the next Savior. Tell the person, I am happy to meet you as the Savior of men and women.